Hey, welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone, and welcome to episode 47 of the Box Office Breakdown Show. This is the show we analyze the top five from the weekend's box office, as well as some other stories from the box office. Um, I am joined by my co-host for this show every week, and that is Larry from El Talk and the Cinemania World team. Uh, Larry, how are you? I am doing well. How about you? I'm doing great. Um, now, everyone, I know we missed last week's show. That's on my, that's my fault. Uh, we missed last week's show. So quickly, we're going to go through uh, last week's bo- box office numbers um, very quickly, and then we'll get into this weekend. So first things first, what was uh, last week's top five? Yeah, so coming in at number one last week was, and this is four-day numbers, by the way. The so four-day numbers, right. President's Day as well. So Sonic the Hedgehog made $70 million in its opening weekend, delivering the biggest uh, video game adaptation opening of all time. Birds of Prey and the, Eman- and the fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn came in at number two with $19.7 million in week number two. Fantasy Island debuted last oh. week. <laughs> <laughs> with 13.7 million in third place in fourth place the photograph also debuted with 13.25 million mm-hmm. and then rounding out our top five last week was bad boys for life which made 13.1 also of quick note downhill debuted as well with 5.1 million in 10th Right. Um, so quick, some so some quick thoughts on those. Um, the photograph, I think we thought that was going to do a little bit lower, so that did pretty good for the yeah. most part. Um, <clears throat> the you know the birds of prey, we knew the uh, we knew the uh, the whole name change on the apps and stuff was not going to really change anything. Yeah. Although it did have it did it did have a decent drop. The drop wasn't too crazy. I know yeah. a lot, I know people last week we were all everybody people were up in arms about the the drop, and I'm like, oh my god. Um, and then as far as uh, Sonic, I was not expecting that big of a no. number. Um, you and I, you and I were, were going really, really low on that number. So seeing it come out to seventy million definitely warrants that sequel and whatnot. So I mean, I'm happy that it made that it did so well. Thought the movie was okay, but I'm happy that a lot of audiences, parents took their taking their kids. A lot of and, and I should have known that a lot of the a lot of parents taking their kids. It's kind of what happened with the Lion King, you know. Um, Lion yeah. King, we saw the parents taking kids because. Um, people want their kids to experience the magic that was the Lion King from when they saw it when they were younger. And Sonic has always been one of those huge, huge video game, um, video game kind of attractions. So um, I'm not. To, it's crazy. He's like big in the arcade. So I should have seen this coming. You know, big, yeah, big number for him. The second, second really big shock, like a huge shock after Bad Boys for Life and now Sonic. Uh, we've had two big overperformers so far this year. So good times. Yeah, really good times. It's good, good to know because um, if this is, I mean, I I saw that. I don't think I I don't remember what you and I um kind of saw it opening as, but it definitely was not seventy. I think I was in like the thirty something yeah, million like mark. around twenty five thirty ish. Yeah, just because you just never know with the box office nowadays, no. as far as like what's gonna attract the big audiences. So you had the kids there. My screening Thursday when I went was very crowded. So um, yeah, so there was a lot of age ages ages. You know, like throughout it wasn't like one set age. It was just ages all over the place. So good yeah. times for uh, the movie theaters last weekend. And um, all right, so let's get into this weekend's box office. The top five from this weekend. We had the weekend of February 21st, and we had the opening releases for The Call of the Wild, Brahms the Boy 2, and that's a couple of couple of minor releases uh, for like Impractical Jokers, the movie, and stuff like that. Um, all right, let's get let's get things going. What came number one this weekend? 
So, this week was more of the same, with Sonic the Hedgehog maintaining at the number one position, bringing in $26.3 million. That does signify a 54.7% drop, which I think is a little bit more steep than they had anticipated for the film. But mm-hmm. it is still a good second weekend. It currently is up to $106.6 million domestic, which puts it as the fourth largest video game adaptation domestic of all time and it's now up to 203.1 million worldwide yeah so this is uh this is the drop is a little um i thought i thought the drop would have been lower than this just because um you know you had week two no really i mean i can't really even say no big competition because we'll get into number two spot in a minute but um and i do think number two was direct competition with sonic so i think that might have had something to do with it so that's probably that's honestly probably what happened there. That honestly, that probably um, is what gave it this number. I think if we didn't have this second movie here, uh, we would have had a bit uh, like a, I would have definitely seen this movie opening to like thirty something million, or at least maybe in the maybe in the forties again. I mean, I mean, I don't see that not happening. But we had two movies targeting kids and whatnot this weekend, and uh, yeah. But Sonic barely came up top of two two million, um, you know, apart from the movie the second movie. So uh, yeah, once again i am happy that the movie's doing so well paramount kind of needs these kind of wins for them um you know so yeah i'm I'm, you know i'm happy to see it yeah sonic really just trucking along right now uh family films you hope to see 50 percent or less that's why i Mm -hmm. think we're all a little bit on that drop but it's gotten pretty good word of mouth. I've seen more mixed reviews as time has gone on, but overall, right. I think people have enjoyed it for what it is. It's already passed a hundred million in two weeks. Uh, right. It's raced past two hundred million at the worldwide. So, yeah, I mean, this is definitely, definitely a win. And the thing I'm happy about is I think this was a positive thing for the studio to see. Um, like they took advice from the audience and it worked out. Like the audience supported them yeah, for taking yeah. the advice. I see that I, I saw because when this was happening, I was even seeing a lot of casuals saying that, you know, we all need to go see Sonic because they actually listened to, you know, they actually listened as far as like the criticism for the, the, yeah. the way that Sonic looked. Um, and, you know, that argument can always go both ways. I do see the argument of people like, oh, they shouldn't have um, kind of, mess with someone's vision but i'm like if you if you're if you're drawing a character and you're putting it on the screen for the first time then i think you should stick to what the character actually looks like and the character ended up looking great and you know and i honestly think this character model resonates more with children than the other one a lot of children don't really care about a lot of children don't really care about the live action look of stuff you know they care about the cartoony kind of you know you know crazy look the same way pikachu and all the pokemon would looks last year in the last year's movie you know so yeah too is that they looked you know realistic with the fur and stuff right. but it's still like Pikachu's face distinctly looked like the Pikachu cartoon um, so you know you bring it real but you keep it so I, I don't know I think it's a lot better than like the chipmunks and Alvin and the chipmunks exactly exactly but you know yeah you still gotta I, give them you don't want the Lion King in a movie exactly, like this you know exactly. <laughs> 
even though the Lion King was war was we all knew the Lion King was gonna blow the block. It's the Lion King. Parents are gonna take parents. But if it was a regular random movie, you know, kids don't wanna watch like because they're gonna feel like they're watching National Geographic. You know, they they wanna yeah. watch cartoony characters. And that's how they read that's what we were all resonate with. But even even when when we were little, you know what I mean? So I think doing I think changing the model actually definitely helped them. And in the end in the end run, it's I mean, they're doing it's doing pretty good for them, you know? So this yeah. is good. Definitely. Uh, all right, so number two, what do we got? So coming in at number two, overperforming this weekend, is The Call of the Wild, the new Harrison Ford film de- released by 20th Century Pictures, uh, or whatever it's called now, uh, basically Disney. <laughs> <laughs> but that opened to $24.8 million, which is a very good opening for a film like this. Worldwide, it made $40.2 million. The only problem, though... It holds a hundred and thirty-five million dollar budget. Yeah, the budget. Uh, so... I saw the but I was excited for the movie, even though I didn't see it. But I was like, I saw the budget, and I was like, oh lord. You yeah. Know, so this this is another case. If the budget would have been fifty million, this would have been a huge open. This would have been seen just as a pure out and out success. However, the opening day audiences gave it an A minus cinema score, so they seem to really like it. It also has a ninety percent on the audience score of Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> So, you know, I think uh, the word of mouth has been positive. Um, Even the reviews were more positive than I had anticipated. So, I don't know. It might have legs. It might be able to sustain for a little bit. The problem for both this and Sonic is what we have Onward about to come out. We have Mulan about to come out. So... Uh, family that's film a, competition is right here. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's actually a great point because um, I what when's uh on, onwards next week? Correct? Uh, is it next week or the week after? I can't remember. I, I think um, let's see, really quickly. Um, I think it's next week. Um, yeah, next week on um, March sixth. No, 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 March. No, no, so yeah, two weeks. it's um. Yeah, in two weeks. This weekend so they have is a week being... to breathe. They have a week right. to breathe because we just have a horror movie coming out. Another, yeah. another weekend, horror movie coming this, out. This weekend is the Invisible Man. I know the horror. I Oof. I don't know what's going on. You know the horror is incredible. Yeah. Um, but you had a movie with a, a CGI dog going on an adventure, and I think that took away from Sonic maybe more than we thought it would, especially when it opened, you know, pretty well, actually. Well, if, if, if you and I, um, if you and I did our last week's show, I would have told you that I see Call of the Wild opening at like 15 or 10. Yeah, I you know, I, I was not expecting 24. When I saw that it was so close to Sonic's numbers, I'm like, well, why? You know what I mean? Yeah, why? Coming all... of, yeah, coming off of Friday, they were uh, thinking this might be able to beat Sonic for number one. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I'm just, I don't know. Um, I don't know if it was the mark. I did. I mean, they um, the I don't know if the marketing was that was like was what they did or you know I, I guess it's the I guess dogs. But I mean, a lot of dogs, the dog movies don't really do that crazy. I don't know what it was, but uh, um, Harrison Ford with the dog maybe I don't know. Uh, I know people like the book because uh, this is based off of a very old book. <laughs> okay. Um, that a lot of people have read. I have not read it, but so I don't know. Maybe the book had a better following than I thought. Uh, I don't. Uh, maybe they were looking for something a little bit more mature than Sonic, but still something family friendly. I don't know. 
Yeah, that's what I that's what I was expecting. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I wasn't expecting this big of a number, but I, hey, I mean, great for I like seeing movie success being successful yeah. unless they're really, 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 really bad. So I just um, wish, and also Disney able to kind of promote it, uh, maybe better than Fox would have by themselves. So <laughs> that also might have been able to boost it. Disney taking over might have been able to give it a little juice. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, yeah. So, um. I don't yeah, know. I, may, we... maybe Disney. Maybe you're right. Maybe Disney probably put in a little bit more into the marketing and whatnot. Because I mean, I don't watch. I can't say that I watch a lot of mo- TV and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I definitely didn't see that many commercials. I did see a lot of promotional material in the theater itself. Yeah. So maybe that has something to do with it. But um, yeah, all around, this is this, just... is this is good. I just wish it was cheaper so that this could be a success story because we have a long way to go, y'all, before this is able to break even. (laughs) Y'all were worried about Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey cost $85. This cost $135 and opens even lower. It's it's similar to uh, Doolittle's opening weekend, you know? Like, Doolittle, like, it was fine, not bad. But then you have, when you realize how big the budget was, you're like, oh, well, that's not good, you know? So (laughs) it was something like that, you know? Uh, All right. So, number three, let's get into that number. What do we got? So coming in at number three is Birds of Prey, which brought in seven million, which is a fifty-nine percent drop in week number three. That brings the latest DC adaptation up to seventy-two point five million domestic and one hundred and seventy-three point seven million worldwide after three weeks of release. Um, I okay, so with this, I um. Yeah, I just think I just think we should just I think the, what what Warner Brothers should do with this movie is just take this movie, take it as a uh, as a learning experience as far as like marketing and stuff like that, and as far as like the decision making when it comes to uh, when it comes to your decision making of what movies would should be released under this DCEU bracket. Um, it's the same. Like I think I think Sony is gonna get a wake up call when they see this when they see that Morbius number. I could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but I think just because you know you got Venom do really really well, um, doesn't mean that all of these all of these like pre all of these like spinoff character movies with villains are gonna do well. I mean this movie, uh, it's, it's once again it's a villain, which is I just I just like if we can I I don't I'm, I want to get into the trend of doing spinoff movies for like some of, some of the heroes of the character like you know what i mean like batman has a lot of hero sidekicks as well not just villains you know so batman has like batgirl he has like um he has a Catwoman who flip-flops you know here and there uh he has like you know robin and nightwing and red hood and all those people so i want i and as far as spider-man the same thing miles morales and like you know silk and all his people um i because that that read that on that that will resonate more with audiences um than you know throwing a villain at uh at a movie and expecting people to be like oh because the villain is our hero now we're gonna go see that one um i love birds of prey but then like seeing these numbers each week i'm just like so disappointed they slashed they, they slashed almost 700 theaters from um from its number which i don't blame them because the, the numbers just wasn't doing it you know it did go over its budget what is it at worldwide right now 173 173 is pretty good i think i think off of 80 off of an 85 million dollar yeah. budget i think that's pretty good and it's only um, three weeks in yeah only three weeks in we still have some time i think i think i think it's end run i think i can see it going at about 250 
as which far is as the basically ending. what it needs. I mean, it needs right. right around 250 to be good, and I think it's still that's within reach, certainly. Exactly. I think I think at the end of the day, it's gonna like break even and be fine and stuff. But um, yeah, I just get disappointed when we talk about Birds of Prey and Spock Soft. Yeah, I love this is, so much. This is a dramatic drop this week. So last yeah. week, people were trying to make a deal out of a 48% drop, but this week, a 59%, uh, that's a little bit harsher than I would have hoped for. So not uh, a little bit sad about that. Yeah, I think it has something to do with the theater slash. I think it's because like I think because also I believe that the people that the people that really really wanted to see it they saw it. You know, yeah. um, they they still have it. They were still playing it in the weekend in the IMAX theaters. And I, you know, I mean, I'm nosy once again, so I keep checking, and it'll be like two seats taken, one seat taken. You know, so Call it's like, of the Wild took over the IMAX at my theater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I think okay. So Friday is when I saw. Birds of Prey, and when I saw Birds of Prey like in the IMAX theater, and then sat by Saturday called The Wild was in that I was IMAX. Like, oh, so <laughs> that just like, shocked me. Yeah. yeah, so you know, I mean, um, yeah, I, I, I just hope, I hope, um, you know, uh, Margot, at least Margot, Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn is going to be in the Suicide Squad movie, um, and whatnot. So I, I mean, hope it's seeing, good. Right, we're seeing all those set photos when she's finally she's doing she's doing the classic black and you know black and red Harley, which is exciting. Um, so I'm excited to see that. I'm glad she's still going to be in these movies. As far as the other characters, I don't see them doing a sequel for this movie. I think they'll I think they'll do if they do something, they'll probably do like a Birds of Prey TV show. I think that would be that's actually a good idea. Just the three of them, kind of you know Renee Montoya. Um, Huntress and um and and uh cause what's her name and Black Canary kind of like walking the streets of Gotham that'd be kind of cool you know they could introduce Batgirl yeah introduce Cassandra Kane she'll be a little bit older uh the actress who played her because that's that, that that is what happens like Cassandra Kane does become Batwoman I mean Batgirl and stuff like that in one of the comics so yeah I mean there's there's lots of opportunities of what they can do but I do think this is a learning experience that hey we can't just do every character I mean people are gonna come see it you know what I mean so I mean yeah we'll uh we'll We'll see what they do um, and whatnot. I mean, they because Warner Brothers they need some help. They need some help for the rest of the year. We got Wonder, we got Wonder Woman coming out, which I think will do really well. Um, hopefully, I say that. Oh, I, say I hope. That um, I hope you know. So, I mean, what else Warner Brothers has coming up? I don't know. Uh, Tenet is that Warner oh, Brothers? Oh, Tenet, Tenet with um, Nolan. I'm nervous about yeah. that movie. Really. I'm nervous about box office wise. Now, um, if this was the group chat. I'd be, I'd be like, yell at that because oh, it's gonna be great. Oh my god, no, it's gonna be great. Listen, um, I don't but... know. I think, I mean, if, if Dunkirk can do what it did, or Interstellar, I don't know. Dunkirk, I have Nolan since Batman has had a pretty strong box office record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're I'm, right. I'm safe. I think he's safe. Uh, if he could sell Inception, which looked absolutely insane from the trailers, I don't know. I feel like okay. Um, I, I don't know I if agree it's with you. exception numbers, but uh, I think I, hopefully we'll do well. I think um I think with uh, what he I think Dunkirk I think that's because a lot of movies okay you see the the, the Nolan name definitely helped but then when it comes to like war movies America loves those and whatnot <laughs> um but as far as Tenet you're right because maybe Inception and Interstellar did well um Tenet um I mean they they keep doing this IMAX like kind of special thing feature of the movie I mean I don't really hear a lot of buzz after it's over everyone just looks kind of confused but <laughs> I I I hope I mean I hope that it does well because they they need some you know yeah, they need they, they need that hit 
from this year. Last year they didn't they didn't have a good year last year, but uh, what's what kind of what kind of saved them was Joker's numbers yeah. last year. So hopefully they have that big hit once again this year, which I think I, I think they will with Wonder Woman and whatnot. So we'll see. And I, th- I, and I think with Batman they're gonna do they're gonna do really well with that movie last week. I mean last next year, you know. So yeah. um, all right, let's get into the number four spot. What do we got? So coming in at number four is Brahms The Boy 2, which debuted to 5.9 million domestic in its first week of release. It did receive a C minus cinema score from opening day audiences. But in the scheme of things, for a horror film, that's actually not that bad. Um, Especially when you consider we've already had two Fs for horror movies this year. But the budget for Brahms is actually $10 So it has a a little bit of work to do to to get up there. Because the first one, I'm pretty sure, was quite a bit cheaper and made more than this. So uh, we'll see. I, I don't know. Hopefully we don't get a Brahms The Boy 3. Um, I don't, I hope we don't either. I just, uh, with this, I, um, with, with this, I just feel, I just feel like we're gonna, like, um, with, as far as Brahms goes and these horror movies, I was so burnt out by the bad horror movies from this year and late last year that I just was, I just didn't, I, I was not gonna do it. You know, I saw The Lodge which I knew was going to be 10 times better than uh, Brahms and whatnot. And um, yeah, I saw The Lodge, which I actually really liked and enjoyed. Um, and then the Bra- Brahms, that, that I just can't, I'm hearing so much awful things. Not like, not even like when you talk about turning, like, you know, people were like, oh, turning sucked. But I'm hearing like deplorable things about this movie. And I am all set, you know, I am all set. So... Hmm. Um, I'm I'm hearing more positive for the boy too than I am the turn. Really, I am. Um, I or even Fantasy Island. I don't know. Oh, um, don't go there. Don't go there. Fantasy. Yeah, so I think the I think general audiences don't quite hate the boy too like they do turn, the turning or the grudge. Um, right. Again, those two got F's like straight up. Audiences were like, hell no. And this, they were like, eh, it's not good, but it's still a C. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I, yeah, maybe, yeah, you're uh, right. I, I just, mean, um, the 5.9 opening, STX, sticks, whatever you want to call it, they have a hard time opening films anyway. Every now and then they strike upon a hit, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I think we're burned out of horror, I, even yeah. with the the positive buzz for The Invisible Man. I'm really interested to see how it's even going to perform, regardless of reviews or anything. We have had so many horror or thrillers released this year. I I, I don't know what they're thinking, honestly. I think we've had one almost every single week since the year started, and some weekends, multiple. Yeah, you know, usually I would, usually as a horror fan, I'd be like, oh my god, that's great, Larry. What are you talking about? But they've all been awful. So... Um, you know, how I, I, I would I would even be more accepted for these movies if they were coming out in October, but they're all coming out and uh, like studios are just dumping these movies out, you know. Um, so I mean, yeah, I don't know. This is disaster for uh, these movies. Did you see Brahms? Did you like it? Uh, no, I did not like it. And this is coming from someone who didn't hate the first boy. Um, A lot of people hated it. I thought it was fine, and I I didn't hate it either. I thought it was. I I thought it was the second one. (laughs) 
Yeah, I thought I thought I thought the boy was okay. Was, the first you know, one. I, I mean, it wasn't it, was okay. it wasn't a great movie. It wasn't good, but it was fine. I, I didn't think it was all that bad. Um, and this though, no. I mean, they retcon the whole first movie. It's ridiculous. It's foolish. yeah. I heard that. I feel like that would have pissed me off. I just, I'm <laughs> just, I'm just, I'm just not. I'm not with it. You know, absolutely, absolutely not with it. As far as like, as far as going yeah. to go see it, I've heard, I've, just, I've just heard nothing but bad things. So I'm just not gonna go do it. Uh, Fantasy Island was like the last no the coffin for me um it was such a disaster that i just i'm so burnt out as far as for horror goes and next i mean we have invisible man i'm sure it's gonna be better than all these movies that better, i've seen but I, I hope that it can overcome just you know horror fatigue yeah yeah like, same I, here, same here. I kind of am like i don't even know if quality is gonna really help it at the box office or not <laughs> horror fans we've been burned week after week and who wants to keep spending their money <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, um, uh, I just, after Invisible Man, did we have anything else coming out? As far as, uh, you know, the next I, one I think is A Quiet Place. Too. I mean, at least we have a couple of weeks before yeah, that. at least you there know. will be a break. I mean, unless you consider Bloodshot, but. Bloodshot? Uh, nah, not really. The Hunt, <laughs> um, hunt is more like uh, a... When does The Hunt come out? March 13th is what uh, I got. Well, hunt. that'll probably get buried. I mean, yeah. the hunt I think is trying to be a horror-ish. I don't know what uh, I don't know, but I think that's gonna just get buried. Wait, when does Bloodshot come out? Comes on the thirteenth. Yeah, I think so. Sometime around there. I thought it came on the twentieth with um a quiet place. Did they move it? No, no, no. Yeah, that's on thirteenth, and a quiet place is the twentieth. Oh, so listen, when everybody comes down for um, Ace, we don't have to see Bloodshot because y'all are already going to see it. Ah, ha, 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 ha. No, yes. no, no. Yes, yes. <laughs> I can't. Anyway, it. number five. <laughs> <laughs> number five, what do we got? Uh, hanging on, hanging in there, staying put at number five for the second week in a row is Bad Boys for Life, which dropped another 49%, bringing in 5.86 million. That brings the latest Bad Boys film up to 191.1 million domestic and 391.1 worldwide. So Bad Boys for Life on its way to becoming the first 200 million movie of the year. Which I absolutely was not expecting, but I mean, hey, I mean, seeing these numbers do so well for this movie, um, they still in like 2,900 theaters, more than Brahms was in, and this is in its sixth weekend. Um, you know, this is great for them. Sony keeps being irrelevant with these. With, with this movie. Yeah, like, you know, Sony keeps being irrelevant with this movie and all that stuff, but um, this is great. Um, yeah, I have killing it i six weeks in the top five i mean next week it might not get knocked out actually i think it will probably pass the brahms the boys too yeah yeah so, so that's i am um... gonna stay in the top five again next week <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah i mean I, I i would imagine so that's pretty good um all right so before we get oh, off the air Lord let's go through... fantasy island plummeted 66 percent for i cannot say like i can't say i'm mad about it though to be I honest mean, with you. but <laughs> even at that though i mean here's the problem for blumhouse it's made 20 million dollars domestic 33 million dollars worldwide off of a seven million dollar budget so it's already in the green it's already made of money <laughs> oh god That's um else knows how to do better than anybody <laughs> yeah so i mean yeah it did drop i mean a, another, another big drop was the photograph I was like, say, here's what i am stunned by is yeah. 
photograph dropped 77%. That is an insane drop. It barely made 2.8 million in its second week of release, dropped to number 10. It's now up to 17 million, 17.6 million domestic uh, and 17.6 million worldwide. It's only barely released anywhere in international. Okay. I I'm I'm shocked because the reviews have been solid. Uh, I guess Valentine's and it was done. I just don't know. Yeah, I don't know how you go from like 15 million to uh, two. you go from 15 million to only two second week. That's kind of crazy, you know. That's a 77 percent drop is reserved for bad horror movies, and that's about it. You know, I don't even Fantasy Island held on better than this, and that is shocking. Um, yeah, I don't, yeah, because I was just looking at that 66 drop of Fantasy Island and then Photograph with 77 dropped all the way to the number 10 spot, you know. Um, Impractical Jokers had a nice little, yeah, it only had 357 theaters and it made 2.69 million, so that actually is the best per theater average of the top, uh, yeah, of the entire everything. That's the best per theater average. Right, and then um, when we go to uh, when we go to Oscar winner Parasite, did pretty good. Yeah, Parasite. It, it lost a little bit of theaters because I saw nineteen seventeen. They pumped out into a lot more theaters this weekend. <laughs> uh, they did. They added more. Well, and that actually crossed one hundred and fifty million. So good for you, Parasite, or uh, for nineteen seventeen. But now Parasite is actually closing in on fifty million. It is up to forty eight point nine million domestic, which is a great number. And once again, this is what I've been. This is what I've been. Um, I've been kind of talking about as far as uh, Jum- Jumanji. Jumanji hit um, number nine. Did, still, still around the same numbers, you know. For Jumanji. Three million, three ten. Uh, downhill. Last last week's openers, other than Sonic, had a rough go of it, y'all. Downhill plummeted sixty nine percent this weekend for barely one point four million. And uh, then you go to movies like. Um, the Rise of Skywalker dropped sixty one percent. Ten big drops. Yeah, and, and all the way in the number twenty spot for Rise of Skywalker, The Lodge um, went into a, like a wider increased. release. Yeah, increased to a six hundred theater, so um, did pretty good. Uh, six hundred twenty five thousand, not great, but it did all right. Theaters. Yeah, it did pretty well. Um, yeah, for a neon for a neon indie movie like that that had like yeah. no buzz, it's fine. This is fine. Same you know? thing. Portrait of a Lady on Fire jumped into 130 theaters, made 715,000, and that's a neon release. Uh, so that's a pretty good average for them. Another foreign film. Emma, Emma only debuted in five theaters this weekend, and it made right. 230,000, which is actually really a nice opening for that film. 46,000 per theater average for Emma. And yeah, let me guess, so. you rushed out to see Cat Video Fest? Cat, I don't even know what that is. It's literally like a montage of cat videos. Cat Video uh, Fest 2020. And it made this, this much their, money. This is their second one. Uh, yeah, and it made $220,000. Are you kidding 30 me? 30 screens. It only had 30 screens, and it made that much money. It's literally a compilation of cat videos. Look, a compilation reel of the latest and best <laughs> cat videos yeah. called... From countless hours of unique submissions and sourced animations, <laughs> music videos, and classic internet power. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I heard about it when I saw, what did I go see? Oh, the documentary shorts. And they talked about that cat video. 
Charlie, Larry, I don't even know what to say. I don't even. They're showing cat video. Yeah, I don't even know what to say. Um, but I mean, that's I mean that's awful. I don't uh, know what happened there. I don't know. Um, Seaberg, I know that opens here in Denver next weekend. Hey, look at Portrait of a Lady on Fire, too. Yeah, that's what I was mentioning. I'm actually seeing that today again. Um, yeah, I haven't heard anything good about Seaberg. Have you? I haven't. No, I haven't at all. It's just um, Although I, I, I saw the trailer, and I was like, I want to see that, you know? Hey, did, you um, watch, did you watch that Anne Hathaway movie on Netflix yet? I had I heard I, I I feel bad because I did the press for that at Sundance, <laughs> and I heard it was I heard it was a monstrosity. So oh, I don't know. I'm like I know I should watch this, but I'm so heavy. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I just I just Even heard horse like, girl. I'm like I know I should watch this horse girl, but I don't want to. Yeah, horse girl. I don't want to watch it either. I just don't feel <laughs> like it right now. I just don't feel like it. You know, I'm just like eh. that was showing at Sundance too. I didn't hear any buzz behind it. Downhill oh, I just heard also. Rachel from Rachel's reviews that said it was terrible. She hated it. Yeah, also. and then and then uh, uh Seaberg was not at Sundance, but I I mean I want to see it still. Sure, and then like um stuff. Downhill was also at Sundance not hearing not didn't hear good things. The that only one roasted uh, audiences right. gave Downhill a D. They gave it a worse score than Fantasy Island. Right. The only um the only movie from Sundance is out right now that I heard oh I mean that I saw and I thought it was okay is like the assistant, you know. Um, but audiences are not flocking to the assistant right now either, you know. Um, you know, the good ones are gonna be coming out soon, like Promising Young Woman. I heard nothing but great things yes, for that. I'm so excited. So yeah, yeah, I, I wanna see that as well too. Um, all right, let's get into the movie that's coming out this cool. weekend. Um we have this weekend we have the Invisible Man, that's it. Yep. <laughs> um, what do you see? <laughs> what do you see for that number? Oh God, I don't even know. What is it tracking? Like I said, I, I'm just so scared with how bad horror has. Let me been. uh, let me do a quick check to see what the tracking numbers are looking like because you just I'm, never know. I'm thinking, I don't know, twelve. Oh, what's it going, Ooh, Larry? <laughs> <laughs> um, give me one second. I, I thought it was gonna go a little bit bigger. No. Um, I, mean, I don't it could, know. It could break out, but then we have people like you who are like, it looks terrible. Like, so I don't. Is that what people think? Are people watching that trailer thinking this looks a mess, and I'm not going to go watch another bad horror? <laughs> okay, so I have a long, I have long range. This is long range. So I don't know when they when they reported this, but uh, two days ago they're tracking it at 60 million. I don't, what? I don't, I don't. I listen, I don't. <laughs> I don't think that's correct, people. If it I don't know. opens at sixty million, All right, here we go. I'll uh, be stunned. Forbes, Forbes is saying that uh, what studio is it? Um, this is Invisible Man. Universal. Is yeah, Forbes is saying that Universal is aiming twenty million. This is from this is from Scott Mendelson, which I trust a lot more than whatever, whatever, um, whatever thing that just said twenty. Like, look, and they're talking about Bloodshot, twenty-five to thirty-eight million. Get the hell. <laughs> <laughs> Invisible Man opens to sixty million. I'll be on the ground dead. Like that yeah. would be that'll be more shocking than Bad Boys, Sonic, any of it. If that opens to sixty, so they're aiming. So uh, Universal's aiming about twenty million for that. Okay. So I'm, okay. I'm gonna go around. I'm gonna go around eighteen. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. I was like, okay, okay. I'll bump up to eighteen. <laughs> yeah, I'll go. To, I'll go to eighteen because we'll see. Um, yeah, I think audiences are gonna get burnt out from horror, and uh, like I said, the trailers have made me nothing but annoyed ever yeah. since they started. So a lot of know. people don't like flock to Rotten Tomatoes, so they're not gonna see that it's getting positive reviews or buzz. They're yeah, just gonna yeah. See, they're gonna see that horrible trailer. They're gonna think, oh, I've seen too much horrible, scary movies this year. I'm done. 
I think the trend of I think Rotten Tomatoes as far as influencing audiences is kind of I think that's been over for a while now. Just because um if that was the case, like movies like Birds of Prey that was getting nothing but amazing praise would open up bigger. Yeah. Um and then like, and- you know, we see it like Brahms and all these all these awful movies that people audiences flock to, like the Call of the Wild was not getting crazy reviews, but you yeah. know what I'm saying? They all went. So I think even if the Invisible Man opens up on Wednesday with like with like a ninety or like an eighty rating, then audiences are still gonna decide for themselves, like, oh I don't I don't know. You know, and I and I can't I'm excited off of the first reactions because I'm a film buff and all my film buff friends are saying that it's good. But yeah. as far if I wasn't if I was a casual and I'm going up the if I'm and I'm going up those trailers, I'm all set. You know what I'm saying? So And it's another remake, you know, you're like, oh, I already seen the Invisible Man. And and as far as a draw, like I mean, Elizabeth Moss, they got she has has uh she has um you know handmaid's tale but like you know I'm, i don't really see her as a big draw because no. movies like the kitchen and her smell would have done really well you know no, so just ask her if her co-stars on the kitchen none right, of them knew right. how to draw an audience yeah so i don't i don't know as far as this i see i think i'm gonna go i think i might go lower larry i might go 17 16 or something i don't know i don't see eight i don't see eight i don't i don't see 20 i'll go with that if it does then great you know but we'll yeah see. i am um, yeah i don't know i'm not seeing too much for this either it's just uh why are we releasing so much damn horror in february and january <laughs> and watch and watch when october comes around it's gotta be not a damn thing out watch, watch. Like I just, gotta... yeah there's so many of these like probably this the invisible man should have moved itself to early october or late september or something i mean i oh. know they're they're probably scared of halloween but I, you know i don't know give it so give us something else yeah, because Halloween's gonna come out. It's gonna do that. It's gonna do a. I mean, listen, I'm not even gonna. I, I'm not even gonna say that Halloween's gonna do a big, big number, just because of the first movie doing 80 million. If it opened at 117 and then the uh, one last year did 90 million, then I'm I'm gonna do this. If I do the same with Halloween, I'm saying I'm seeing it opens it up to like 50 yeah. or 60. You know, later. And- in- and then you had it last last year was really baffling because it left the door wide open. It opened in early September, so exactly. it left the whole October wide open for horror to come on in. At least Halloween was like, no, 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 we're going after our holiday. But <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah, <laughs> that would be nonsense. But I don't know, just some of these. I mean, I guess a quiet place positioned itself okay. Like late March is a little bit better because it gives itself some room from the bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would I would agree. I think I actually would I actually think that it should have opened up opened up a little bit later. Um yeah. like almost summer seems there should have been a summer horror probably. Yeah, yeah, I mean I would have I would have actually saw saw a bigger number with that instead. But I mean you never know. Um, I don't know. Invisible Man, it should have opened, I don't know, some other time. I think this is kind of a weird time to open it, he said, but he said some other time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even sure. I mean it has no competition. Um um, so literally nothing else. So we'll see, right. I guess. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, all right. So I see okay. the Invisible Man hopefully Tuesday. So we'll get our review out. Yeah, yeah we'll get our review out at least on Tuesday. Um, if I if I go see it. If, if not, I mean, I think I, I think I'm, I don't know because I have. Well, I have a double. I have an overnight Monday night going into Tuesday during the day, and I'll get off at three off of an overnight. So I don't know if I want to go sit in a line and you stuff do. like that. Um, we'll see though. If not, I'll see it Thursday and I'm like, I was like, Dwayne, you know you ain't going. 
listen, we'll see. Listen, I'll just see. We'll I already see. know you. I already know. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. <laughs> we'll see. Listen, all right, we'll see. Um, <laughs> all right, and uh, all right, guys, that is it uh, for episode 47 this week of this weekend's box office. Thank you guys for joining us once again. Um, I'll go to Larry and get his social media and what's coming out on your channel this week. So, yeah, you can find me at LC Screen Talk over on YouTube as well as Instagram and Twitter. Uh, so, as we were just talking about, I'll have a review up for The Invisible Man either Tuesday night or I'm not sure. Does them? I don't know if there's an embargo or when. Uh, if so, yeah, then I don't know if there's, there's. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Uh, also, I'm seeing Burden this week. Um, so, on Monday. On- uh, no, I'm seeing that on Wednesday. So okay. I'll have a review up for that as well. Um, hope it's good. I don't we'll know see. what that is. I don't know what it is. So I said in, it's about the KKK. Oh, it's, about the, it's about the white guy, uh, Garrett Headlund, and then Forrest Whitaker's in it. Um, oh, you know, my friend Chris was telling me about that. I said, no, I can't do it. Ooh, I just, I don't <laughs> uh, and then for sure this week I'll have a Blu-ray hunting video up as well. I might review Seaberg. Oh no. Is that um, is that in theaters or is that only on Amazon right now? No, it's coming out at one of my theaters for sure on Thursday because I seen it already on there. So oh, I wanna check to see if it's coming out. Yeah, it's coming out to three hundred locations nationwide this week. Oh. All right, so I'm gonna check it out this weekend. I'm gonna check it out, pick that out this weekend too. I still need to see the lodge. I still need to see downhill, but I've been. I was excited to see it because I think Julia Louis Dreyfus is really funny. But ugh. did you like? Um, did you like like Hereditary and Midsummer all that type of stuff? Yes, I love that. And like you like those A24 kind yes, of ridiculous. Yeah, I think I think you'll like the lodge a lot. Then I, I know, like it. I, need to see I the actually. Lodge. I actually saw it with a friend, and him and I were like, him and I were like, you know, theorizing about, you know, the movie and whatnot. Oh, um, and I'm nervous when you said you liked it. I was like, oh shit. No, no, no. I actually really, <laughs> I actually, yeah, I actually really liked it because I was thinking, um, it's just a, it's a beautiful movie. It's like beautiful. It's shocking. It's really good. Really good. Some good performances okay. too, um, from Riley Kehoe. She's really good in that. So, um, yeah, I think you'll, I think you'll like it. I think Hannah would like it too. Um, it's, it's good. It's fucked up though, but it's good. Wow. Um, <laughs> um, all right, so that is it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. As far as me, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. And as far as our schedule this week, tomorrow will be episode three of uh, Let's Talk. And my guest will be Jared Duckendall from the team. Him and I will we'll discuss all things in the life of Jared, so that should be fun. And then um, Tuesday, if I go see um, The Invisible Man Tuesday, you'll look out the review that night or even Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday will be the world show. Thursday, I'll probably try to go see Seaberg or something else, you know, see what else is out. Uh, I still really want to see Portraits. I might catch that Thursday, too. Um, and, yeah, everyone, thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. We'll, talk to, we'll see you guys next week. Um, bye-bye.